Hey, sweetheart, you know, it's time for another X and Y on the fly. What's our topic going to be? Well, you know what? It's been a couple weeks since we've done a show. We absolutely should do a show. Hey, how about if we answer all those emails we've been getting? You know, the ones about how not to have somebody lose attraction for you and how to not lose attraction for someone else? Like when we're taking a shower together, not blowing your nose? Yeah, and like afterwards, not taking a towel, throwing it over your head, making it into a turban, and parading around the house naked. (laughs) I thought you might like that. From the mysterious, mist-enshrouded mountaintop fortress that is X and Y Communications Headquarters, you're listening to X and Y on the Fly, the dating podcast, with your hosts, Scott and Emily. Thank you, Ed Roy Odom, and you are locked in to the 31st episode of Nothing Other Than the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast. I am your host, Scott McKay. And I'm your co-host, Emily McKay. And you know what, Emily? We talk about attraction a lot on this show. We do. But you know why? Because it's important. It's crucial. Well, if you don't have that, you have nothing. A couple shows ago, we talked to Marie Forleo, and she was telling us kind of about the nature of attraction, and we got the female perspective on it. And since then, the conversation has turned quite a bit in my coaching dealings with guys and gals about how come it is that you can be going out with someone, be perfectly attracted to each other, and then whammo. Either the person doesn't call you back anymore, they give you the just be friends talk, and you just don't even really ever know why. Or the opposite can happen. You lose attraction for somebody and just can't put your thumb on why that is. Yes, it's like you're kidding yourself. It's like, wow, I would love to be attracted to this person, but I'm just not. Right, I've had that happen. Yeah, we've got a great guest today, and I tell you what, I'm excited about this show as always. When am I not excited about this show? (laughs) It's an exciting show we have here. It is. But, you know, I want to go ahead and make an announcement. Okay. About something we have special for the guys, also you have. Right, right. I want to give you the opportunity to make an announcement to the women. Okay. So first of all, guys, as you know, where you start if you want to see what's really behind the veil at X and Y Communications, where you start is with the book Deserve What You Want. Based on quite a bit of input from you guys, I've gone ahead and worked on a men's version of Deserve What You Want. There's some additional material in there, and there's some revisions in there specifically geared for the guys. And you know what else, Emily? What's that? I've also refined the different bonuses that come with it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you know, we had Thundercat, Joseph Matthews, on this very show. And we also had Amy Waterman on this show. Right. We had gone the extra mile and had both of those folks do interviews for us, full-on audio programs. And I have included both of those as add-ons for no extra charge with a Deserve What You Want men's edition. And I'll tell you what, guys, if you're involved with the seduction community at all, you want to hear that 25-minute interview with uh, Joseph Matthews. And the Amy Waterman interview, I think, describes how women are, helps guys understand women better than anything I've ever heard. It's really an amazing interview. Oh, yes. It's something you just have to hear. So, guys, if you want to get your hands on that, it's brand new. You can go to www.deservewhatyouwant.com. Front slash men, your turn. My turn, all right. I get to tell everybody about my newsletter. Absolutely. It's called Keys to Bliss, and it's all about women and how they can obtain happiness in the relationships that they want. 
and having control of your dating life and being able to attain Mr. Perfect, Mr. Right, because Mr. Perfect doesn't exist unless right. he's perfectly imperfect for you. Yes. And so that's what that's about. To find out more about our Keys to Bliss newsletter, check us out on our website, keystobliss.com. It's that simple. Yeah, you know, it really is. A lot of you who are reading our newsletter now, and I hope you are, if you haven't gone to www.dating-advice.us and signed up for our newsletter, you really should. Oh, absolutely. But that's become a co-ed newsletter after originally being designed as dating and seduction advice for men. But we had so many women reading it because they liked kind of peeking in and kind of getting inside the mind of a guy that it sort of has evolved to being really a co-ed deal. But a lot of women really wanted you to do a newsletter. They felt strongly about it, and you've kind of answered the call. So I think that's really exciting stuff. Yes, I've already gotten two of them out. Yes, you've already got like multiple hundred people on that mailing list of yours also. Oh, I do. It's yeah. growing fast. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm almost jealous. Almost. <laughs> So with that, we probably ought to get on to the main subject matter of this show. And you know what we did, Emily? What did we do? It's been way too long. The thing's been gathering dust, but we broke out our mobile podcasting equipment and we went out on the street interviewing people again. We haven't done this for like six or eight shows, have we? No, we haven't, but we have really interesting guests on it. Yes. So what we did was we came up with a very interesting question and we asked a woman, and demand the same question and got some very interesting answers. Let's start off with the woman. Okay. Hey, this is Scott. I'm here with my friend Alicia, who's here at the gym hanging out. Alicia, I got a question for you. Ready for this? Yes, sir. Bring it on. Okay. You're going out with a guy. You just got to know him. Why is it, you think, that you can be going out with someone you're super attracted to then like a day? You're getting beep even right now. You're really popular. I know. Let me throw this away. <laughs> Anyway, back to the point. Gotcha. Enough about you. You're going out with a guy. You think he's really attractive. A day, a week, a month goes by. All of a sudden, you're wondering what you saw in him. What's going on there? More than likely, since the mutual attraction was there, it's one of two things. Either he's a lot attractive and he's a butthead, or, you know, he's really, really attractive um, and he's a butthead on top of maybe he has baby mama drama. <laughs> that could be one thing, um, and it could be, I mean, uh, lots of things, his appointment, um, you know, he's a liar, all of the above, um, or it could be another thing, really, really attractive guy, you find him really, really attractive, but he may not find you really, really attractive as the months or weeks or days go by, so it could be a mutual thing, but more than likely, it's probably the first one I said, that cluster of things. So. <laughs> okay, so let's break it down here, Alicia. You've got, first of all, maybe he just, his personality didn't cut it after a while and that just kind of knocked him down a few notches. I agree, I agree. Okay, or the baby mama drama. <laughs> There's another chick in the picture and you're just not going to compete, you're not going to deal with that and you, that's just more than a woman can take. Correct. And then, or maybe you find out he's got character issues. My man is a liar. Yes, yes. It's all happened before, and unfortunately, sometimes it's happened one guy, all three situations. So, ouch. <laughs> yes, ouch is right. Give me a Band-Aid. Um, but um, pretty much, I, I could sum those up, but um, I would, you know, to be honest, it's a bittersweet thing, but sometimes it's like us as women, we want it to be one of those first reasons and not the fact that we're really attracted to him. Mm -hmm. And right, yeah, and I was gonna say we're not attracted to him, and then it's just that he's not attracted to us because we all hate rejection. 
Yeah, so like if he starts if he starts kind of treating you a little less well than he was or not paying you the kind of attention, you're gonna take a preemptive strike as a woman and cut him off. Exactly. Been there, done that, erased the number, hey, it's okay, you're going away. Get out of my life. No. Hey, hey. <laughs> well there we go. Thanks Alicia. You're a good sport. You're welcome. Have a good night. Wow, that was wonderful information that she shared with us on her point of view of why she lost attraction for a lot of the men that she dated. And one of the things that I think really drives home the fact that a lot of times it had to do with character issues. You know, the biggest part is she's been lied to so many times and men right. don't realize even to tell a white lie can just totally blow it for them. Right, you have all these things like the character issues. Mm -hmm. Then if there's an X in the picture that's really overbearing, it can kill it. You bring all those things together, and certainly the attraction may have been there up front, but the person's just not who he seemed to be afterwards. Right, and it's just going to kill it regardless. Now, a lot of times we think about a big difference, like a big delta between men and women right. in terms of how we think and act. Let's ask that same question to a guy and see what he had to say. This will be interesting. Here we go. Okay, now here we are. We're talking to Brandon, who also works here at the gym. Brandon, you look like a real ladies' man. Is this the case? You can be honest. I guess so. Yeah, Mac Daddy here. Okay, so you meet a woman. You really like her. She looks good to you. You've heard this before, right? I have. So far, so good. But you get to know her, and after just a little bit of time, maybe a day, week, a month goes by, and all of a sudden you're kind of wondering what you saw in her, and it's just not, you're just not feeling it anymore. Why would that happen? be a you know, certain number of things. I guess you know you could see her and think she's something she's not. You could be attracted to different things. Once you really get to know her, you could see you know who she really is, things you didn't really realize were there. You know what I mean? Right. So she was kind of faking it, and all of a sudden you get kind of dig below the surface a little bit, and all of a sudden this chicken who you thought she was. It's happened before. It's no fun. Okay. Now here's another. Here's a little more personal question. You have sex with her. Does that change anything? Does that make you like less interested in her, or does that have nothing to do with it? I guess it depends on the sex and how fun they are. Well, how honest is that? I don't know. As honest as it gets. About as honest as it can get. There you go. Thanks, Brandon. Ain't no problem, man. Ha, so I don't know if you're surprised or what, but look at the answer. It's all down to character once again. You know, she was something at first, then after a while she wasn't that something anymore. Oh, pretending to be someone you're not. Even women are guilty of that. Yeah, absolutely. So here we are, Emily. We've already got some insight into why it is that people all of a sudden sort of fall out of attraction with each other. Right. How about this? Above and beyond what our two interviewees had to say, and we thank both of them for joining us on the show, by the way. What about this? The person just wasn't holding up their end of the bargain in being sexy enough. Just not igniting me. Really, did in the beginning, but not now. Right. In other words, it seems like in many cases a woman knows how to use her feminine wiles and get a guy to be attracted. Then all of a sudden she decides, hey, you know what? I can back off now. Oh, yeah. I can burp hair. and fart and, <laughs> and, you know, and, and kind of just not work so hard at being feminine. Right. And then the guy can be James Bond dashing at the front end. Right. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, he's burping and farting. Bodily functions just aren't sexy, are they? No, they're not. They're obnoxious. Playing Xbox, the woman's, you know, going shopping all the time. Maybe they're not spending enough time with each other. Right. Taking you know, each other for granted. There's always this big whirlwind of activity when you first meet someone. Because, you know, 
I don't care how busy a person you are, you meet the right person and all of a sudden these huge chasms of time open up in your schedule to be with each other. Whereas, you know, a week ago you were too busy for anything. You know, that, Prioritization. Um, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, we kind of <laughs> went through that, didn't we? Well, yeah, we had, when we first talked to each other, had two weeks where we were just too busy to meet. Yeah, that's for right. For the first time. Yeah. And the minute we met, all uh-huh. of a sudden our schedule was open. Exactly. But you can't sustain that forever. No. So after a while, the person on the receiving end of having spent less time than he or she wanted to have spent time with is saying, oh my gosh, is this other person not interested in me anymore? And all of a sudden they get kind of needy. That neediness, clinginess, as we well know, is completely unattractive. And then you get the ball rolling. Right. And you, then it just doesn't stop. Do you think there's any correlation there? I think so. It has to be. I think so, too. You know, if you spend all of this time up front together, Mm -hmm. you can't possibly not get sick of each other. Right. I mean, even you and I need a break sometimes. Oh, yes. That's, I think, very, very interesting. And something that goes along with it would be this. Check this out. Ready? Guy and gal get together, and they get sexual very, very quickly. Before Mm -hmm. they've really had a chance to get to know each other. Right. And I would find that what I'm about to unleash here is extra true if those people haven't had a lot of action lately. Right. All of a sudden, they start being physical with each other. Guy invites woman over to apartment. They watch a movie. And next thing you know, their paws are all over each other. The next date, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The next date, wow, it's like they have a new toy. They're doing the same thing all over again. They're back at the apartment pawing each other up. The next thing you know, they have a one-dimensional relationship. They sit around doing nothing, being couch potatoes, and having sex. Well, that's because they have nothing else to talk about. Sex has been the replacement of a real relationship. And then one day they're going to wake up and go, I'm just not interested anymore. I'm bored. I'm Ready bored. for some new action, new, new attention, something that fires my, or stimulates for that matter, my, my mind. Yeah, stimulates my mind as well as my loins, right? <laughs> Coming to America, Eddie Murphy reference there. Right. Right. But it's true. You know, you can only have sex with the same person so many times. Without substance. Without substance. Without that depth, without a real friendship of the best kind, like we talked about in the last show. Before it's boring. Just like Brandon said, you know, do you ever have sex with a woman and then up, you've lost interest? Why would a guy do that? Brandon was honest. He was honest. There was no, there's no depth, no, no, nothing to sustain that relationship. Yeah, he said it depends on how fun she is. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he meant completely. I kind of know Brandon a little bit, and he's a good guy. I don't think he meant the sex was fun or not. It's how much fun is she? On can a daily this, basis. Exactly. Can this be sustained? Right. I think that's a huge piece of it. Yes. So then you've got these deals. Let's roll this all out. You've got the situation where someone wakes up and goes, you know, I'm just not attracted anymore. I don't know why. And how do I get out of this? And how do I, how did I get here? <laughs> and it could be, look, you've got a situation where there just isn't any character where you thought there was some. Someone lied. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Outside influences. The baby mama drama. Right. Addictions. Other things that kind of rear their ugly head. But, you know, at the deeper... Confidence issues. Could be a lot of different things. But I think we do get lazy with each other and take each other for granted. Right. And I do think we fall into these ruts without having built something as a concrete base underneath that relationship. You're putting the horse before the carriage. Yes. Wow. You didn't stop at a cart. You went after the carriage. (laughs) This is a woman who, you know, aims for high quality. I like that. 
Okay, so carrying this a little bit further, it's no wonder, Emily, that people just stop being attracted to each other, and they don't even really know why. They didn't have a foundation. Well, you know what? I think it's time to introduce our guest. Let's do that. We were fortunate enough to have made friends with a guy named David Wygant, who you may have heard of. David's a dating coach out of California, and he's been at this for quite some time, and he's very well known in dating coaching circles, and it was a treat to get him on. Now, we're going to have this interview with David, and I want you to know something ahead of time. Dude can type and talk at the same time. It's just crazy. The guy, I talked to him afterwards, I said, hey man, what's up with all the key clicking? You know, the tap, tap, tap while you're talking to me. He goes, oh man, I have all these notes. I have all these websites that I'm drawing from. And I had a bunch of resources in front of me as I was talking to you. So the guy is just a multitasking machine. So he's going to talk not only about what he calls attraction momentum, which very well could be the solution to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because you know, folks, we love to give you solutions right after we give you problems. What's a problem without a solution, right? Right. Yeah, it's still a problem. Well, we got David talking about attraction in general. And because he's a specialist in this, I didn't, I didn't let it hit the cutting room floor. I let David at the front end of this interview talk about attraction in general, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So with that said, David Wygant. Have fun. Here we go. Hey, everyone. This is Scott McKay. And let me tell you something. I'm pleased to have the guest that we have here today. This guy has been a dating coach for like 10 years, one of the founding fathers of the whole dating coaching idea. He's had a lot of time to fine-tune his practice. He's the author of several audio programs. All of them are terrific, and uh, we'll be telling you about those in a bit. But today, he's going to talk to us about attraction and kind of some of the stages that attraction goes through, which is really fascinating. David Wygant from Southern California. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Scott. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. Always good talking to you. It's a great conversation. Uh, before we start, I got on the show... Sometimes you think, like, God, if they can only hear the conversation we had when we were alone. Right, exactly. Yeah, we've got a lot in common. Both of us do phone coaching and some live coaching with people. And I'm excited to have you on the show. Both of us have been on the David D'Angelo series before, which I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast also listen to. And I love your ideas on attraction and how people can kind of take the bull by the horns and help make it happen rather than just leaving their lives to chance, huh? Well, you know what, Scott? It's really funny, okay, because, you know, th there's something that I tell people over and over again. You know, women's, when women, when you're talking to a woman, her attraction builds up over time. When a man looks at a woman, his attraction is instantaneous. Men are really visual and they're instantly attracted to women. Sometimes so much that they lose all sense of reality in their surroundings. Now, women might be initially attracted to a man's looks, but beyond that, something else has to trigger in their mind. They've got to be attracted to a man's energy, his confidence, the tone of his voice, and the way he listens when they speak. A woman's attraction to a man is complicated. Okay, It's not just visual. It becomes complicated. And the problem is when a man, Scott, goes over and talks to a woman, he tends to think the way he's attracted to her, and he doesn't understand the power of intriguing her mind. Wow, exactly. It's like men have this problem of pre-qualifying women as, wow, this is the woman for me, this is my dream woman, and he hasn't even met her yet. And that's what brings things like approach anxiety and, and feeling like he might get rejected. Meanwhile, women are laid back because they instinctively say, hey, you know what, this guy may look good, but I want to see what's under the hood. Maybe guys should be kind of like that too, huh? Well, yeah, no, it's, it, it's so true, okay, because men put, a woman, men put women in a fantasy box. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's like all of a sudden they see a woman and they go, oh my God, this is everything that I always wanted. <laughs> but, she looks cute, yeah. 
right? But what they fail to realize is the woman they're putting in the fantasy box doesn't speak a lick of English, okay, has bad breath, has crooked teeth, and is lousy in bed, right? Yeah, but you can't possibly know that yet. Right, but they don't know that yet. But the problem is, okay, is that they don't go over and they talk to them as a person. And it's funny. I've got this client down in Florida. I love him to death. Every single time he sees a woman, he freaks out. He just Hmm. thinks that she's the greatest thing in the entire world. And something that I told him over and over again is that in order to create attraction, you can't walk over, Scott. You know this. You can't walk over and look at a woman and give all your power away. And men will give their power away by not delivering what I call mental stimulation. They'll randomly talk to her about nothing, which will turn her off. And the funniest thing this woman friend of mine said to me, the more a man talks, the drier I tend to get. (laughs) Exactly. It's funny because we just did a Chick Whisper episode on that exact same subject. But continue, because I want to hear more on how you feel like people can take, you know, these initial faux pas that I think both men and women may or may not equal attraction, but how does that attraction, assuming we get it sparked right, David, how does it grow over time? What are the stages it goes through? Let's talk step one. Let's talk about the initial approach, okay? Cool. Go for it. It's a three-step process, what I call attraction momentum. Step one is the initial approach. Now, women can see you coming from a mile away. They smell you, and if they're attracted to you, they want you to approach them. But it's the way you approach a woman that will cause the attraction momentum to either rise or fall. Now, men that walk over immediately are the ones that tend to be received well by women. Now, if you ask any woman what her feelings are about the way a man approaches, she'll tell you that she hears the Jaws theme playing in her head. She'll lose any of that initial attraction that she's feeling. Most men tend to circle like sharks, okay? They do it for hours before they approach. And by the time they finally approach, the woman is so turned off by him. It's incredible. So that's always the first step. When you see a woman, you need to go and you need to approach her immediately with the strength of confidence and also a strength of knowing that she's already attracted to you. It's so much about mindset. Yeah, it's almost like the more time you spend thinking about it, the more likely you're to develop these you know, erroneous concepts of failure and these mental images that will actually psych you out. It doesn't take long at all, actually, for that to happen, does it? Well, no, it doesn't. It takes literally about 15 seconds. Mm. Usually men can lose a woman's attraction in 15 seconds. Now imagine for a moment, okay, you're a typical guy. You've walked over there. You've looked at her for two hours. You thought of the right thing to say. Let's talk about step two. Go for it. You know, know, let's talk about step two because I think step two is going to explain everything, okay, everything. You know, I think it's going to explain everything that men need to realize about how they are screwing it up, okay? Mm. So... What happens next? Step two is another attraction key that's either going to raise her level of interest or decrease the attraction. Now, what problem? The problem is, guys, that most women walk over to a woman with random thoughts. Men tend to speak in random circles. That works in the man's world. So let's let's do an example that I really love to talk about all the time when I'm coaching a man. Two men are sitting in a cafe. They're watching a game on TV. This is how the conversation would typically go. Man number one will say, "You're hungry." Man number two will, of course, say, "Yes." Man number one says, "Wow, did you see that throw?" Man number two says, yes, that was great. Hey, check her out. Man number one will say, hot. Man number two will say, yeah, really hot. So how's work? Okay, man number one will say, good. And you? Great. What do you want to eat? Sandwich, maybe. Wow, look at that play. Man number two will say, forget the play. Look at her. Man number one will say, hot. Man number two will say, yeah, I think it was a sandwich. I think I want a sandwich, too. Let's order. I mean, that is just the way men speak. 
It's so random. Did you notice they went back and forth, back and forth, but yet really never carried on a simple conversation? Yeah, and really not a lot of depth there either. No, no depth Matter of fact, tied to their hobbies, their mutual interests, the way men tend to interact. Yeah, men tend to interact that way. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy how they interact in random circles. And they expect, they expect how, they expect women to relate to that. And that's not how women relate. Women relate in women talk. And let's talk about women talk. Go ahead. Floor is yours, my man. Okay. We're all ears. So let's talk about the way women connect, because this is how men need to start learning about attraction momentum. You need to learn women talk. So let's let's take the same conversation with two women in a cafe. Woman number one will sit down and say, hey, how was your date last night? The woman number two will talk about feelings. Hey, it was okay. Woman number one will then say, just okay. Why? What happened? Woman number two will then say, he was really funny, but women number one will say, but what? Women number two will say, he did something when the waitress came over that really made me think. Women number one will say, what did he do? Is he checking her out? Women number two will say, I'm not so sure, but I'm running it through my head and I just can't get a reading on it. Woman number one will say, details please, let's figure this out. So you see the difference. Women get deeper, deeper into one conversation while men talk in random circles, eventually getting back to the original conversation. So that's how attraction momentum works. Men need to learn the trigger points in women how they think, how they react, and how they speak. Most men will walk up to a woman and talk in man talk, and when they do, they will cause the attraction momentum to go down instead of up. So that is one of the reasons why that women don't get connected with men, because women are about bonding feelings and emotions, and men are just about random conversations that come out of left field. Okay, so now you have man talk and you have woman talk. Men are going to talk like men. Women are going to talk like women. Mm-hmm. How do these two subspecies come together and actually get along, David? What's the secret? Ah, that's the $100,000 question, right? So let's talk about that, okay? Men need to understand that when he talks, when they talk to a woman, okay, in order for them to connect, women are willing to connect. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Will, women want to connect. Women love to connect. But the problem is, okay, so if you don't connect with a woman in her conversation, she won't connect with you. So you need to understand how to connect with woman and woman talk. So let's go back to this and let's talk about the man walking over. He's got these predetermined questions that he wants to ask her already in his mind. Women don't speak that way. Not once did he pick up anything that what she was saying, which in turn is causing the attraction momentum to go down as each word comes out of his mouth. So for instance, let's go for a conversation right now, okay, and see how a man can kill this attraction. A woman smiled at a guy in a cafe, and the man walks over and sees that she's reading a piece of it, a newspaper. Can I borrow a section of your paper? The woman says, yes, you can. The man will say, are you having a good day? The woman will say, yes, I am, but this story about Iraq is really disturbing. The man will then say, do you live here? The woman will say, yes, around the corner, I love this area. The man will say, what do you do for work? See, the man went over with three things in his mind that he thought he had to say with her, but the fact of the matter is, if he learned women talk, the minute she, he said, are you having a good day, she says, the story about Iraq is really disturbing, he could have gone deeper into the story about Iraq, and that would have had a conversation which would have created the attraction momentum to go up, not down. Well, I think that's absolutely fascinating. But, you know, we as guys tend to talk about the guy part. Let's turn the tables for a second to talk about women, because we've got a lot of women listening to this show, and I know that you also coach women, David. Man, stop me if you've heard this one before. You go and you meet a woman for the first time, and it's like you hit a hot button, and she goes on, and you can't get a word in edgewise. 
Okay. And she's talking 10 minutes about a new pair of shoes she bought or something. And you're just absolutely bored silly because Chatty Cathy here got on her shoes and you're just like thinking, all right, well, you know what? Um, obviously, I came to talk to the wrong woman because this isn't even a, this isn't even a conversation. This is just a versation. <laughs> it's you talking and me listening. And guys can get bored and kind of turned off by that too, can't they? Well, they really can, but here's the interesting thing about it is that Chatty Cathy might just be Chatty Cathy and she may have a listening disorder. So what happens is is that men act desperate. This is what I always say to men all the time. Don't act desperate. If you meet a woman and she's Chatty Cathy, she asks you no questions and you can't interrupt her based on her tangent talking about shoes over and over again, the fact of the matter is, okay, is that you may not have a connection with her in the first place. She may not be somebody who you can connect with. And what I tell people all the time when I'm coaching them is it's okay. I let so many people go because they're not on the same wavelength as I am. A woman that talks to a man that's random man knows that the guy's random. She can basically just ignore them. Men, you've got the power too. If a woman's getting chatty Cathy and that you can't get the conversation away from her nauseating shoe collection in her closet, then what you need to do is say, bye-bye, it's over, and go on to the next one. Right. There are more fish in the proverbial sea, my friend. Yes, there are so many. So many. So what's the third stage? Third stage is interesting. Third stage, okay, is how to speak women talk, meaning how to bond with them. How to bond with them so they understand you, so you're paying attention, so they're excited by you. So let's go down. Let's talk about this third stage, okay? How do you get them? How do you have a good conversation, okay? And how do you close the deal, okay? How do you close the deal, right? By closing the deal, what do you mean by that? Closing the deal. So the third and most important thing that makes the attraction meter go up instead of down is to listen and to react what she's saying. In my earlier example that we just talked about, Scott, I talked about two women and how they have a conversation. I also talked about how a man and a woman have a conversation. Right. Women start on a subject, then go deeper into it, creating a bond between them. That's the exact type of bond you need to create with a woman in order to cause the attraction to rise instead of fall. Most guys, when they approach a woman, create a whole new feeling, thought, and conversation. Take, for example, a woman might be eating a peach at a farmer's market. A typical guy will walk over and ask her a question about the weather instead of picking the obvious thing like I'm about to show you and tell you. Let's take the peach example. Okay, You see a woman eating a juicy peach at a farmer's market, so how do you come across as the confident male instead of the bumbling guy that has nothing to say? The first step you've already done is that you've observed what she's doing. The step, second step is to walk over immediately, walk over with authority and confidence. When you approach her, be playful and say, that looks great, can I have a bite? <laughs> okay? She's going to laugh. She's going to say something really funny back that says, I don't know, maybe I'm not in the mood to share today. And then you could say to her, what do you like to share? Using the last word that she says, throwing it back at her in a question, which means you need to listen. Then she'll probably usually say, I love to share, but I don't even know you. And then you can look at her and say, well, what do you need to know in order for me to get a bite of that peach? Bingo. The conversation starts going in different directions because you're playful, fun, and different. I love the way that works out every single time. But men don't trust themselves. They go in with predetermined things instead of realizing it's as simple as going in, getting inside what she's doing already, and continuing on her thoughts down the road. So, David, that's really, really fascinating. But does the process of building attraction stop after 10 minutes? What if a couple spends a week together, a month together, six months together, a lifetime together? How do you keep the attraction building instead of waning? 
Well, you got to keep the attraction building by keep doing things that worked in the beginning. You always need to continue dating your partner. You always need to have sex with your partner in a way that's creative and fun and interesting. And I always tell people all the time, okay, have a date with your partner. Listen to what they have to say. Be there for them, okay? When it comes down to sex, spend one night a week with your partner, okay, doing things that they love, erotic massage, maybe dirty talk night, maybe, you know, go to a motel down the road and have like a fun little what I call, you know, sexual treasure hunt. Things that keep the attraction building, the excitement going. And when it comes down to mental stimulation, just don't sit around and watch TV every single night. Share things. Do things together. Go to new restaurants. Go to art gallery openings. Do things that are just going to be fun and different and get you to bond. Don't just get comfortable once a relationship starts and turn into that couch potato. You need to continue dating your person that you're with. Outstanding stuff. Well, David, this has been a tremendous, tremendous interview. I can't thank you enough for joining us here today. Hope you come back soon. I'd love to come back soon. Anytime, anytime you need me and anytime you want to talk about anything, I'm here for you and I'm here for your whole audience. Spoken like a true dating coach. <laughs> My guest has been David Wygant. He has been a dating coach for 10 years and he lives and works in the Southern California area, but he can talk to you anywhere globally and we highly recommend him. Thanks again, David. Thank you, Scott. And now back to the program. So, Emily... Do guys really talk in circles like that? Uh, some of them can get pretty boring. If, I think the you know my take on this is that when they approach us as women, uh-huh. they have no direction. Or if they ask you a question, they didn't listen to you what you answered, and then they skip to another topic. Right. Without even realize what you even said. Yeah, you know what's amazing about David is he <clears throat> is the only guy I know who probably thinks faster than I do. He just manufactures words at an amazing, alarming rate. Kind of like, and that's difficult to do. Yeah, kind of like I do, and kind of like Marie Forleo does. And yet, in the context of this interview, he really did move in the linear fashion that he's talking about instead of talking in circles. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. He actually practices what he preaches. And if you're truly interested in a woman or would like to get to know her. You've got to focus on the conversation at hand. Right. If she's talking, listen. And the way you prove that you're listening is by asking another question related to what she said. You mean you don't just say, hey, look, I have a lot of money in a real nice car. <laughs> what about my boat? You want to come hang out in my boat? Because, uh, you know, I don't think that's the way to do it. Oh, so many men love to talk about themselves. That's right. And you know what's interesting? People love to talk about themselves. And so when you approach a woman... Keep that in mind. That's a very important thing to remember. Since we all like to talk about ourselves, ask things that are related to her, and that will get her interested in you. You know, I have another friend. His name is Sebastian Drake, and he was my host with me on The Chick Whisperer for episode 10. He said an amazing thing. It's almost like what David said about the woman saying to him, you know, the more a man talks, the drier I get. Right. Kind of crass, but kind of true. Sebastian was saying, you know, no one has ever talked for 10 minutes to a girl he's never met before and had the woman at the end go, wow, that was an amazing speech. Let's go hang out. No, never. Has never happened. Yeah, guys do it all the time. Now, why would we harp on this approaching stuff when we're talking about keeping the attraction going? You know what I think? Because you can either make it greater or you can lose it. Yeah, I think it's all predicated on how it starts out. You set the tone at the very beginning. And then from there, you either build it or destroy it. Yes. So sex-focused guys, sex-focused ladies who've been watching too much sex in the city, guess what you're building? You're building this boredom in 45 days, two months from now in your relationship. Right. Because you're focusing on something that's on the surface. Whereas if a guy comes and he's interested in the woman, what's he doing? Mm Mm-hmm. 
He's building what they call in the seduction circle, rapport. That reminds me. You remember that one guy we saw on TV one day where they were interviewing him and they asked, you know, what's the longest relationship he had? And it right. was six months long. Right. Because all his relationships were the same. They carried the same theme, same rotation. And he, this man is already in his mid-30s mm. and nothing's ever changed. And he doesn't know what's wrong. He knows how to start it. He just can't sustain it. He knows how to end it too, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> or have it end on his behalf. Something. Well, this has been an amazing conversation, and I'll tell you what. If you want to learn more about David Wygan, as you can tell, he's a man who's just full of energy. We've set up a special URL, and that URL is www.deservewhatyouwant.com, front slash Wygant, W-Y-G-A-N-T. So we hope that you'll go learn more about David Wygant. He's become a friend, and like I said, a guy with a lot of energy, a lot of ideas, just manufacturers' thoughts at a breakneck pace. Real good guy, and we appreciate him coming on the show today. So, Emily, now we kind of know some of the reasons why people fall out of this attraction. You're right. And we know what causes attraction momentum to keep going. Mm-hmm. Last show, we talked to John and Lori Weiss, who've been happy together 50 years. That's right. It can be done. It wasn't the sex. No. So, what are the practical steps... Any more practical steps that we can give people to make sure that they eliminate this whole concept of a month, two months going by, and then all of a sudden waking up and the attraction's gone, and they don't even know why? Well, that's really easy. I mean, the first thing I would tell everybody is have fun. Get out there and do things together. You know, if you find yourself doing the same thing over and over, change it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't think you should have two dates in a row that are the same thing. Right. Whatever it is. I don't care if you went to the Six Flags amusement park twice in a row. If you're early on in a relationship and you're doing the same thing over and over, you need to catch that and eliminate that right away or you will be in a rut. Right. The other thing I would say, too, is have real conversation. Not just, hello, how are you doing? I'm fine. And Mm -hmm. that's as deep as it gets. Have depth to your conversations. Find out what the other person really is like deep inside. Yeah, guys, you know, we talk to each other about our hobbies and our interests. Women are wired differently. Get to know that woman. And when she starts telling you about herself, don't do like Wygant said and just talk in a circle and then change it to something else. Right. It shows you don't care. Yeah, it shows you don't care. And, And so many guys are guilty of this. The next thing, of course, would be be who you really are in terms of being authentic when you meet someone. I'm not going to go out on a limb here and say be yourself because if yourself needs work, like deserving what you want kind of work. And everybody needs to work on something. Yeah, exactly. But what we're talking about here is don't misrepresent yourself. Right. If you're honest up front, you carry a better opportunity of sustaining that relationship. Yeah. Two people in a row, male and female, in our man in the street interviews, woman on the street interviews, mind you, both said the same thing. This is important stuff. If you don't want to be told, ah, I'm just not feeling it anymore, you've got to be authentic. Right. It's important stuff. Right. And, you know, I think on top of all else, just like you said, in terms of having fun as opposed to having ruts, you know, develop. Mm-hmm. I think there's more to it, Emily. I think you got to do things for each other. You got to do Constantly. things for each other. It doesn't stop. You know, rub each other's feet, you know, feed each other ice cream, whatever. You just got to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, you brought up a whole new dimension. I wasn't even going there, but you're right. In other words, you kind of have to stop being so selfish and take, take, take and give, give, give. And the person will become more and more and more attracted. Right. That creates interest. That keeps right. people from losing that interest. Right. You know, the sexual attraction, like David Wygant said, is immediate for men. For women, it builds. 
Yes. You need to keep building it if you're a guy, but the woman can sustain it by being a great person and actually being of benefit to the guy in his life and the guy in the woman's life. Oh, that's a beautiful way to put it. Yes. You need to be of benefit to each other or else you're useless and worthless. Why be worthless to each other? Why be an albatross around each other's neck? It's and nobody, unattractive. Yeah, and nobody wants to have somebody who's worthless in your life. Yeah. You're like this anchor. Keeping you from going elsewhere. And you know what? That's a real good segue because guess where I was going to go? Where? Challenging each other and bringing new and exciting adventures to the other person's life. Ooh, I like that. See, it isn't necessarily all about you being attractive as, you know, this surface pretty person. But you're bringing more attractive things into life in general together as a team. Fun. Keep it fun. That's good stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So see, look, we get so self-absorbed when we talk about keeping attraction alive. Like, it's up to us. I mean, I've got to be Mr. Attractive. Look, you know what, guy? You're already Mr. Attractive. You know what, lady? He already thinks you're cute. He already likes your personality. Next, how about enriching each other's lives? You've got to be of benefit to that other person. Mm-hmm. But how about raising the bar for both of you at the same time? That's right. Like you and I, what did we do? I bought tickets and we went to Buenos Aires together. Mm-hmm. I've never been and I took you with me and we both... Went somewhere we'd never been. Right. Go to a brand new restaurant you never checked out before. Right. Got you into BMX racing. Oh, yeah. That you was interesting. Got me into salsa dancing. Oh, that's right. I yeah, did. Yeah. See? Right? We cooked together and built an even better dinner because we're both working on it. Right. And folks, that is the secret to not having someone say to you, oh, I'm just not feeling it anymore. Or let's just be friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can resist. Well, seeing as how I am feeling it. And you are too. Yes. You can count on plenty more shows of X and Y on the fly in the future. Ooh, more feet rubbing. Oh, yeah. on the air? No, anytime. Yeah, anytime. Well, sometimes. You don't <laughs> want to fall into a rut or anything. Yeah. Mm, yes. We'd also like to invite you all to listen to our more concise brand new podcast that's called Dating Cast. It's obviously named. You can find that on iTunes under the self-help section where we have newly placed this particular podcast. And uh, it's doing quite well, brand new. Took iTunes a long time to find that graphic, but when they did, it started shooting right through the roof. Um, you know, if we had our heads screwed on straight, we probably would have named this dating cast because it's so obvious. But anyway, that's water under the bridge. So go ahead and listen to Dating Cast on iTunes. Like I said, these are quick hits, a minute or two minutes each max. Perfect for quick downloads on the run. Write us a review, too, folks, on that cast or this cast, and we really appreciate it. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you want to call the following number. That number is... 210-362-4400. Once again, area code 210-362-4400. You send us a voicemail. We read it on the air. We send you a copy of How to Manage Your Wildly Successful Dating Life. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. And while you're at it, check us out at www.myspace.com front slash X underscore and underscore Y. Friend us. Mm-hmm. And you know, finally, on frapper.com, F-R-A-P-P-R.com, go pin yourself on our map, leave us a message, and we finally got that little slide presentation at the bottom completely full of pictures. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we love that stuff, folks. I mean, uh, we love knowing who you are and love knowing that you're listening to us. And always, always, we love doing this show for you. So with that in mind, until episode number 32, my name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun.
Copyright 2007, X and Y Communications Worldwide Media Casting Network. Visit Scott and Emily on the web and get the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.deservewhatyouwant.com. You can also join Emily's newsletter just for the ladies at www.keystobliss.com. Also, be sure to check out the brand new Dating Cast on iTunes or at www.x-net-media.com. This is Ed Roy Odom, and you've been listening to the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast.